Thanks for joining. I'm Reese. I'm Joe. You're listening to Polly by Nature. The podcast where you can have your cake and eat it too. Welcome back to another episode of Polly by Nature. Thank you for joining us. Make sure you hit subscribe to our YouTube. And uh, we have a guest today. So we are joined by Jessica from the Open Late Podcast. Jessica, can you introduce yourself? Thank you so much for having me. Um, I'm excited to be here. I am. I live in Los Angeles. I am a married woman in a polyamorous marriage. And yeah, I started Open Late Podcast a year and a half ago, almost a year and a half. Um, after practicing non-monogamy for about eight years. What has been your biggest uh, hurdle with podcasting and keeping your topics relevant and coming up with topics and stuff like that? Oh my gosh. Well, it's so funny that you like asked that because I feel like the biggest hurdle I have is I have too many things that I want to talk about and too many people I want to speak to because I have so many interests when it comes to like sex, love and relationships. Mm -hmm. And so now we're at the point where like, sometimes we're releasing two episodes a week. Um, But then it's like, you know, keeping up with editing and the production because I don't, I don't produce it all myself. Like I don't edit. So then, you know, the cost associated with doing that as a podcaster, you know, when, the podcast isn't, it's not like earning money. I just do it because I love it. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so I guess like my hurdle is slowing down and being like, all right, let's take a, a breather. Sometimes I get really far ahead of myself where I have, I want to do too many things at once. So, wow. so yeah. our last podcast, we just kind of turned the cameras on while we were sitting on the couch. What we noticed is we have a lot to say we're just not good at catching, doing it on camera. <laughs> We're not good at planning it. And because there's, there is so much to talk about it and you can separate topics into little topics Yeah, and dive deeper into that. And, and you're right. There's so much to talk about it. And then our, I think our issue is just getting it organized and bringing it to the podcast. Right. It's taken me so long to get organized and structured, but now I have a little bit of that where like, if I have an idea, I always write it down now. I don't let it, I'm like, not like, Oh, I'll remember that, but I'll write it down. Even if it's just my iPhone note. And then I'm like, I put subheadings underneath that. And I'm like, great. Who, who do I know? Or who do I know of out there that speaks about these things? Or is this something that I want to dive into myself. But another thing that I found really helpful is just asking the Instagram followers, like, what do you guys want to hear? You know, what, what topics are interesting to them? We also have a WhatsApp community that people um, can join just like it's all the listeners. And in there too, I say like, what's really resonating with you? You know, is there something that you're more interested in? that you want me to have more of on the show. And I get really great feedback from them as well. That's pretty cool. Can we uh, jump into your, your dynamic, your current dynamic and, and yeah. kind of give us an idea of what that looks like and feels like on a on today's basis? Yes. So today, as it stands, because um, <laughs> it's been a journey over 10 years. Um, so my husband and I have been together 
about 10 years. Um, the beginning was a little bit rocky, but once we were together, we're like, all right, we're doing this. Um, this July, we'll be married for nine. And we are open, polyamorous, and neither of us have another partner at the moment other than some casual friends, which even that has been very limited over the last year. Um, we had a third partner for a good chunk of time who I talk about a lot on my show, Lauren, and she was a, still is a very big part of our lives. It was romantic at first. It was between the three of us for about two years. And then things naturally as relationships do evolved into um, Pasha not feeling romantic in that relationship and, and Lauren. So it was like not even a breakup because Lauren and I were like, well, we still are like <laughs> in this. Um, so we had our relationship and that's also transitioned and now Lauren's in love. So um, she has a full-time partner and yeah, we've had a lot of different dynamics over the years, but now it's just us looking at starting a family and we're at this place where we're very interested in building relationships with new partners that can sort of last. We're looking for maybe other people who are parents as well, who like understand that journey and can be a part of our lives where we don't have to, because, you know, dating can be really challenging. Right. Uh, so we're like, let's do it now before yeah. they get here. And we've been on that journey recently. So it's kind of like, we're both interested in dating. We're going to more parties than we used to. And social events for non-monogamy in general. We're actually having a dinner at our house tonight. Um, and things of that nature. So, yeah. We can catch a flight. We'll be there in <laughs> I'm not ready. eight hours. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, that's, a, that's amazing. So when you guys have been in an open relationship since the beginning, um, how has it kind of moved forward to, you know, as you matured in, into the relationships? Has boundaries changed or have the same boundaries still in place? Are the same, you know, respects and rules still in place or have they kind of changed since the beginning or? For us, there weren't ever a lot of sexual boundaries. I've never been like, oh, I don't want you to like have penetration with her or he wasn't ever like, you know, you can't do this with this person. We were like, we want to do it all. We want to see it all. We want it for the other person, but we always want to know about everything. So that was like agreement number one was we share everything. And then over the years, we've learned with consent. We kind of did it wrong early on. We definitely probably didn't have consent to share some things. We were, we were like, don't ask, don't tell is not going to work for us. Plus, we both really enjoy it. It wasn't like a have to know because of a fear or a jealousy. It was like really fun. There was so much trust in the beginning of our relationship. I think it was such a soul connection that I was like, he's my partner. Like we're going to be together right. whether we're doing this or not doing this. So that was nice. We always had that, but that was like number one agreement. And then the only other big agreement that we had was don't hook up with anybody you work with. My husband used to work with like models. So it wasn't, and everyone's like, oh, well, is it a jealousy thing? And in some ways, I don't know. I've always had a lot of security in who I am. And in my relationship, it was like a don't shit where you eat. This is going to end bad or right. people are going to get the wrong idea. And it was kind of a double-edged sword because I was also uncomfortable with people finding out. 
but I didn't want people to think he was cheating. So I was like, well, you can't do it in public. And so I was creating this like really challenging dynamic in our relationship. But eventually once we got more comfortable in non-monogamy and realized that we were only really seeking out people with a lot of emotional intelligence that have good communication tools that, you know, are bringing something to the relationship and elevating it. You know, Reese, actually, you said this earlier when we were, you know, talking for, for open late, like you're seeking out people that are going to add and like stimulate you mentally, emotionally. So once I was like, okay, like you do work with this person, but she's kind of rad and like hot. And so, um, in the beginning we had more threesomes and experiences together. And so like, as the years have gone on, the boundaries have sort of, you know, gone away. We don't really need to have any, um, the agreement of like, we share everything is still there, but it's like, we share what's happening. We don't share every single detail. We played a, yeah, we played a lot separately over the years and have both really enjoyed it, but we do really love doing things together and finding that like, you know, rare, rare experience where three people can all be interested in each other. Um, which is amazing. Yeah. And I don't know that it'll ever happen again, but it did happen. (laughs) And, and that's, that's been the evolution, the boundaries, you know, obviously things like, um, and I shouldn't say, obviously, now that I'm thinking about it, like, obviously we've always used protection with other people. That's been a really big one for us that we've, you know, that's kind of like a hard and fast rule. I've noticed that I, I put boundaries in place and every now and then I'll notice a boundary going to the wayside. Like it's something that I put up to kind of shield me a little bit, protect me a little bit, kind of ease me into things a little bit. Let me work through feelings and see how I feel. And then as time goes by, it's like, okay, I used to do it that way, but I really don't need to do it that way anymore. You know, I can kind of just be in the moment. And that's, I think, so cool. It's a demonstration of like what boundaries are meant for. I think they're the best way to use them is to put them in place so that you can get comfortable being uncomfortable. Right. And then slowly, you know, it's like a comfort zone, I feel like, is where you want it to grow. You want your comfort zone to get bigger and bigger. And so the boundaries can go further and further and further out. Yeah. Yeah. Inevitably at some point it's not that you won't have boundaries, but the things that you thought would bother you in the past or the things that you feel like, Oh, these are non-negotiables. You realize that you have up these, I used to have up a ton of these um, blockades and kind of say, well, here's why I have to have these to now getting to a point where it's like, okay, this was maybe for me, some of these things were based on some insecurities or some jealousies. And once I kind of start to let those things go, I'm like, okay, life is okay. Like she's coming home. <laughs> she's not going to be gone for two years and yeah. you know, it's okay. And, and, and her friends or her partners could be in a situation where they're protecting her. And and so in my side, it's, it's letting go and, and letting her live her life and being happy for having that compersion that truly comes to play and saying things are good, you know, and, and and it isn't just about me. It's about everybody. And once everybody is happy in the house, then it's good to be here. 
Yeah. So we were listening to one of your podcasts today. On the Open Late Podcast. And we put it on on the speaker. And it was the episode about the challenge of having sex every day for 30 days. Yeah. And I thought that was amazing. <laughs> but um, I guess where why, I guess, is the question. And... What was your expectation of it versus how it actually happened? Great question. I think we went through all of it. We we had every feeling about it while it was happening. It was like a journey of seasons, if you will. I think I read this article. I don't even know if I read it, but I remember years and years and years ago seeing an article that was like, I had sex with my husband every day. And I think it was for a year. And I it always stuck with me because it must have been early on in our relationship where we had so much NRE and, you know, you know, when you like fall in love, you're thinking like, this is going to last forever. And you know, nothing about NRE, you know, nothing about how love transitions. It's biological, you know, after like a two year mark. And there are ways to like reignite that chemical spark for sure. I think like as people who are poly, we crack the code because you actually reset your pheromones when you're with a new partner. Right. Um, and you come back and you sort of have that like reclamation sex. Um, but I was thinking, why would someone need to do this? You know, and then a decade in and you're like, we need a challenge, yeah. <laughs> you know? And I think for us to just all of the reasons why, right. Scheduling intimacy, like putting sex on the calendar, we've learned at you know, 38 and 39 years old of being like, Oh, if it's not on the calendar, it's probably not happening. And sure, we'll we'll have spontaneous like <laughs> sex now and then, but we both travel a ton, like a lot actually, and both for work as well. Like he has multiple businesses. He, you know, he's a serial entrepreneur. I'm a serial entrepreneur. So we've both been like really into our careers over the years, which is why non-monogamy's been great because we haven't limited each other while traveling. Mm -hmm. But we are really still into each other. Like our, our dynamic and our sex is so important to us, but we don't do it a lot. So I'm like, okay, I would like to be having more sex. I check in with him. He's like, yes. How do we make it happen? I'm like, I got an idea. I read this article. <laughs> he was like, we're not doing it for a year. <laughs> like, no, just <laughs> while we're on vacation. So we were planning to go to Southeast Asia for like a mini baby moon. This was before we did our implant with our surrogate. And we were going to be in Asia for five weeks, but four of those were going to be together. Three of them were solo. One, his dad came and joined us on the end of it. So it was like the first time in a long time where we were completely out of our element. We actually went on a real vacation. I think yeah. for the first like 10 days in the Philippines, we didn't do anything. We just like laid around and ate food and had sex. So we're like, I'm going to take this opportunity to challenge us to really dive into intimacy, creating a connection, creating a bond. And I'm just excited to see what comes from it. I didn't have a lot of expectations, but I'm also a bit competitive. So I was like, if I set something for myself, it's almost like this guilt if I don't make it happen. Yeah. So the interesting thing was the first couple of days, it's like, okay, cool. We're doing this thing. But then you get a few days in and you're like, 
you know, we've been having a lot of sex. So you kind of feel like you want to kick back or you don't need to. And some of that kicked in. And also what I didn't realize was happening is, you know, Pasha, who doesn't like to feel like he didn't fully agree to something or it wasn't his idea was like, I don't even know if I agreed to this. And I'm like, yes, you did. But he's like, well, this is, this might be a lot. And he's also like, I don't want to do something unless I'm like feeling it. And this is starting to feel like I have to. And I'm Mm. like, bitch, it's like having sex with me. Don't act like I'm telling you to like play chess, you know? (laughs) So, so it actually like brought up some undercurrents of things that, you know, are not issues in the relationship, but, you know, projections of like what I expected and, my competitiveness being like, well, we have to, because we said we would. And he's like, who did we tell? And I'm like (laughs) me. And I had that sort of, you know, energy about it. And she's like very resistant to it. He's like, there's nothing sexy about this. Right. (laughs) Yeah. So I had to like check myself and that was like our first hurdle. And then I was like, yeah, you know what? Like I, I like the idea of doing it, but I'm also, I could be more enrolling and I could be more enticing and I can flirt with him more. So right. I was like changing my approach and then, and then it was great. Right. So we go a few more days and what we're finding now too, is we're getting more creative because initially you have the kind of sex you have, if you're having it two, three times a week, which is kind of our two times a week, usually sometimes three, maybe less. Um, and when you have that touch point, maybe twice a week, I feel like sex can be like very similar. Cause you haven't done it that recently that you kind of check back in and you have, you kind of start at the same place, right. but when you're having it every day, you're like, Oh, we just did that yesterday. Like, what right. can I do differently? Or at least that's how I was approaching it. And we start, I started to get really creative and I wanted to be inspired by it because I'm like, also the more you have sex, the more you think about it. So I started thinking mm-hmm. about it every day. I started being way more turned on for no reason, you know, and even just the way the body works. Like if you're getting wet more often, you're creating for more moisture down there for people with vaginas who might like not be wet all the time. And so that for me too, as I've gotten older, I've struggled a bit with like that dryness and really just a disconnection stress working too much, Mm -hmm. but that was like gone, you know, and that was really exciting for me then. So that was like, it was like, okay, there was a high and then a little dip and then there was another high and then another dip came. I would say about less than two weeks into it. I noticed that there was like, felt like pressure. Pasha was a little bit resistant again of like, you know, what, like, can we just take one day off if, you know, we were running around all day, like seeing a brand new city, like exploring Vietnam and like tired and being like, well, we got to do it before dinner. Cause I know we're not going to do it after dinner. Right. And like after dinner comes and you're like full and tired. And I also didn't realize that we didn't even discuss what sex meant to us. Mm. And I like, cause for him, he's like, I gotta like get hard and I've got to like, penetrate you and I'm like we we don't have to do that I never said that and he's like wait what so we had this yeah he was like that sex and I'm like well not really like we can have oral sex and he's like no sex is sex and I was like 
no, sex is intimacy. So that also brought up this big discussion for us of like, oh, wow, we really are on different pages of like what the need is. And we both realized that we just wanted to connect. Right. Didn't actually matter, you know, if we were going to have like penetrative sex or not. It was just like, okay, we could do this. So then we just started being like, well, we're just going to have like naked cuddle time. And as soon as like there was no pressure to actually like have what most people would consider sex, then it was just actually happening way more naturally because the like pressure was off to make that part of it happen. But then there were some days where, yeah, like maybe I would just be like, you know what, today's all about you. I'm just going to give you like the best blowjob ever, you know, and vice versa. And that was like that. I think when we hit that stride was like really, really cool because then it was no pressure. Then it was like, great, we're just going to set this hour aside today and like, we'll see what we do. And it almost always led to us having penetrative sex anyway. But the cool thing was we realized like, wow, we can communicate way better with each other. And it what was born out of it was this thing of like, oh, what do you want to create with this experience? So we started asking each other, like, I want intimacy. I want this. I would love for this to happen. And talking about scenes more, our dopamine levels were higher. And I feel like, you know, the dopamine, the oxytocin, everything you get from connecting we were having that all the time. And so we were so connected, like kind of, you know, so he would think something and I would feel it like yeah. while we were out in the city That's another level. because it was another level. And that like the sex was just getting like hotter and hotter and more and more connected. So highly recommend it because I think also the health benefits yeah. from it. I mean, it can't protect you from like, getting, you know, E. coli, but (laughs) in all other ways, like I felt the healthiest and I felt like our, not only was I physically really healthy, you know, from all the orgasms, but our relationship was healthier than it had been. And then we came home and we went back to our routine. (laughs) You know, it's funny because in the beginning I would think like, the first week I'm like, okay, here comes my special move. And then she's like, oh, not the special move again, right? <laughs> yeah. But then, but then getting past that physical part of it and really just diving into the intimacy part of it, that the learning part of it, sometimes, you know, if as a couple, we have sex a couple times a week, you're, you're kind of naturally, okay, I know what I know how to go from point A to point Z. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A daily sex connection, you would think, okay, well, I, I can't go from point A to point Z. I have to find different paths to flow because- you have to break it up a little bit, but also have some fun in there, but connecting differently yeah. to get to that, you know, different level of connection is, is really nice. Cause it's no longer about getting to the end is it's about the experience. Like you said, being creative and what you want to get out of it. I think that the most that we've had sex in a row was about seven days one time. And it was amazing. Yeah. And I couldn't believe that it stopped. <laughs> it's typically the man who taps out. I think most of the time it's the men. We're like, okay, give me a day or two. Like I need a break. Yeah. But it was almost like an abrupt stop. And it you have to, like you said, you're thinking about it all the time. When you're having sex every day, you're thinking about it all the time. Your body changes a little bit. So when we stopped, I'm like, what's going on? Like, like, no, like, <laughs> we just, can't do this. I was like, I need a vacation. Like, every vagina. day, keep it yeah. going. Why are we stopping? So, yeah. So I, I actually thought 
of 30 days? Like, is that even possible? And what would that do for us intimate, you know, as far as intimacy goes? But I don't, I, how would that work? Is that even realistic if you're not on vacation? Because there are other partners involved. Like, yeah. am I still expecting him to, <laughs> because that's 30 for us and then plus somebody else. Like, I don't even know <laughs> if that's possible. Yeah, <laughs> only one way to find out, guys. Yeah, only one out. way to find out. <laughs> I yeah. highly recommend it. You know, I think it takes proper planning mm -hmm. because- it was funny. We were like, oh, it's going to be so easy because we're on vacation. But actually, because we were doing so much sightseeing and, you know, you're in a new place, like we'd be out for the whole day and come, you know, we'd leave the hotel in the morning at 9 a.m. and return at like 7. So, you know, we had to really plan for it and communicate about it. I definitely think it's possible, but it takes that like, all right, like for, you just open your eyes. Let's get it in. Like, let's <laughs> I'm. I don't know. I'm not a morning person. I'm, I feel like I'm so self conscious in the morning. Oh, I love it. <laughs> I go pee. I scrape my tongue, and I'm back in bed. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I need to start doing that. <laughs> yeah, but before before dinner, we found is actually our sweet spot where like we both are in the mood mm -hmm. and we haven't just eaten because once we eat, it's yeah. like game over. Um, so we found that like, that's our, what we really like to do. Maybe, maybe if we brung the number down five times a week. Okay. That's still really strong. Yeah. Like, I think five a week is really good. Mm -hmm. Anything less than three, then I'm not happy. Yeah. <laughs> I feel you. What's next for the uh, Open Late Podcast? What's some things that maybe you can share with us that we should be expecting and, and hearing from you? Yeah, well, we are, my gosh, I'm getting ready to take a really big trip, which is fun because I'm doing a few speaking engagements while I'm traveling. Um, in I'm speaking to a group in Tel Aviv about non-monogamy and the podcast in Israel. So that's going to be really fun. Wow. And then I'm speaking to another group in Portugal, in the city of Lisbon, um, at a club that's like, you know, an open play community in Portugal. So I'm doing a talk there as well. And then I'm doing one in London. Um, and I'll probably record a few podcast episodes from these places that I'm traveling to and our experiences, if we have any while we're traveling. Um, so that's kind of what's happening this summer. And when I get back in August, I'm actually probably going to do a few um, community events, whether they be on Zoom or even having an in-person thing here in Los Angeles. Um, but we are going to start that soon too. So I'll probably just put it out on the Instagram and see who wants to, to join, but just to have people pop in and it can be like live Q and A's or we'll focus the topic on something new, you know, maybe like once a month, you know, we're going to talk about jealousy and, you know, how to, to process all your emotions this month. And next month we're going to talk about agreements and boundaries or, you know, conflict resolution. So, um, yeah, we'll we'll start having some of those invites go out soon. Good. We'll we'll make sure we uh keep up with those. How can everybody uh 
find you and keep in touch with you? Yeah. So, um, we're at openlatepodcast.com and on Instagram, it's openlatethepodcast and all of our info is there. We have a, our website just got finished actually. Um, my best friend, Nicole built it and it's beautiful. So you can find all the resources there, everything, you know, join the WhatsApp. I also have links to lots of people's books and other podcasts that I recommend. I've got to actually add you guys to it. Um, but yeah, you can find everything there. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you for coming on. Thank you for sharing your story. Hey, thanks for listening. Be sure to like, share, and subscribe. And connect with us on social media. You can find our links in the description.